Hi, I'm Lucy. I'm the mother of one seven-year-old child, referred to as the kid for the purposes of this podcast. My hobbies include talking trash, having anxiety, and thrifting. Hi, my name is Hannah. We're a family of four. My kids are two and four, almost five. I'll call them L and R, and in my spare time, I enjoy talking, trash TV, and long walks on the beach. Just kidding. But we are a family that loves beach days. Hi, I'm Brandon, father of three under five. I'll be referring to them as Michelle, Rose, and Junior. I went to film school, and now I do a podcast. Isn't life funny? Welcome to the show. Welcome to the Stay at Homes. I'm Lucy. I'm Brandon. And I'm Hannah. And this week, our kids went back to school. Insert sound of champagne bottle (laughs) (laughs) at a respectable hour. (laughs) What time do your kids go to school, Brandon? Well, it's it's not that early, actually. Yeah, we won't we won't disclose it. Yeah, yeah. Well, yours yours goes. uh, He goes to school. What? What time is it, sir? Nine. So earlier, when Hannah was like, "We want to talk about the difference between daycare and school," and I'm like, "It's the hours." Yeah. That's yeah. That's the beauty of of daycare or just any type of after school mm-hmm. program or before school, before and after mm-hmm, school program mm-hmm. that you get to throw the kids into, not literally throw them into, but you get to. You know. I just open the door and they just get put in. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Is that how your drop off works? They just open up. We just the shuffle thing. them in. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was imagining something like you when you drop off books at the library. And you, <laughs> it's just a slot. You just close. <laughs> All right, arms up. <laughs> I was imagining you, that you open the door and they just walk out into the wilderness. Into the wilderness. Yeah. Like, it's not forest school anymore. <laughs> Come back when the streetlights turn on, kids. The kid goes to Narnia. <laughs> you open the door and it's just uh, disappears. Um comes back and doesn't have a backpack and shorts like are all t- dirt all over his anyway. face. Yeah, yeah. Did you win? Oh, I oh, won. I w- <laughs> say, all right. Oh, all right. Well, this is this is all right. So he's learning something. He's got something. She's got something going on. Uh, so I took the kid to school yesterday, first day back after the summer, uh, and it was fine. A little bit nervous, but he saw his friends that he hadn't seen all summer. Took some extra hugs. Took a few extra minutes, but then he went in. Which is a big deal because we spent a lot of time perfecting the drop off for him. And what grade is he? Uh, he's it, sorry. He is in uh, grade two. Yep, less playtime now. Oh, it's is like that the real it, learning? It gets serious in grade two. No, okay. it's just like I feel like in kindergarten, it's like there's a lot. There's like no desks, and then like grade one, everybody had a desk, but there was also like a carpet and like okay. maybe like a rocking chair. Oh, grade two, it's like now we're gonna really learn. It's like serious business yeah. now. Like, yeah. Yeah. You're going to work. Yep. You're not going to school. No. Like, this is work now. Hannah, how did drop-off go for you? So I did not have a drop-off. Not yet. So we do graduated uh, kindergarten uh, days. And so he actually doesn't have his first day until Monday. Uh, today was the kind of like a meet and greet. They call it a conference. And it went really well. And uh, she was absolutely lovely. And then showed our where where to put his shoes and where his cubby is going to be and his hooks and all the toys and the tables and just got to show him around and and he was very excited and yeah and where the school bus is going to go because he gets to take a school bus because um, here where I live we do half days so kindergarten is graduated start so he has every other day starting next week for a couple days and then he has a half day so he's the afternoon class so it's like such weird weird times here it's like 12 47 until 3 31 like it's the most ridiculous times there's no <laughs> exact times it is it's so random and then yeah and then he'll get dropped off at daycare where i get to pick up both my kids at the same time which is lovely oh that's mm-hmm. really nice is r excited about the the bus or is he nervous about Oh, that? so excited. Oh my gosh. Like last year he took a school bus for the first time ever and they were going to this place called Tinkertown, which was like a little amusement park. And the highlight of the entire trip, like there's all these rides and treats and all this stuff. And like he came home and was like, mom and dad, I rode a school bus and there were no <laughs> seat belts. Like it, it was mind blowing to him. He had never not worn a seatbelt. And he was like so excited about that. So yeah, he's got no worries about the school bus and 
yeah. So we'll see how our first day actually goes. But yeah, Brandon, you have had some drop-offs. How how have how's it been? Yeah, I've had two drop-offs. Uh, we are a family that is notorious for terrible drop-offs. <laughs> the way that the the school uh, slash daycare works is they've got it's like a gated outside yard um, that they all get to play in before they go in. So there's like there's a gate that opens up uh, that a teachers uh, teachers are at that, that can receive the kids, and then they get to play outside. Depends on how much we get our act together <laughs> in the morning. Sometimes it's like five minutes is like all they get us, but it is a handoff for mm-hmm. a lot of reasons because uh, the twins, Rose and Junior, who are almost two, they have had experience doing drop-offs uh, just at the tail end of the last school year. Uh, and they did a couple of weeks at camp during the summer. And they've slowly gotten better at it. And now they're at a point where it's okay. But they at the beginning we had to like you know just hand over a crying toddler mm-hmm. to like a teacher and they would just t- t- now they just walk right in rose and junior just like walk right in and they're just like hey and they just like they see their friends and it's it's a lot of fun <laughs> we're here to party uh, yeah oh, j- yeah and sorry i just wanted to interject for just one quick second because you very quickly touched on it um so my eldest r and your eldest uh michelle are the same age they're only four days apart it's just very different for both of us because mine is going to public school in a different province. And so we have half day kindergarten here, but your three are all in a Montessori school. So it's very different, just experiences of of our first days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mine is public. Mine goes to public school. So very different experiences yeah. all around. And so uh, how did the kid do with feelings? Was he... He gets really nervous and anxious about it, especially like new, you know, new grade, new teacher, new all that. But he was really good, and we we struggled for, like, he's an anxious kid to begin with, and we struggled a lot with drop-off. He, big feelings at drop-off. Everything would be fine until you get to that gate, and we are not allowed in the schoolyard. We, it's like, the gate is the, much like Brandon, the mm-hmm. gate is that dividing line. Unless you ask, and your kid's having a really hard time, you're not right. allowed. So it, it takes a lot, uh... Do you find that the drop-offs got better because uh, he just has more friends? Like, he just knows people more? Like, it's tough when they're, like, three to really, like, have, like... Concrete a friends. Friend. Yeah, like, just, like, someone that they're just, like, oh, I can't wait to go and see this person. I think, like, it was, like, around three, maybe four years old uh, when Michelle uh, really had, like, a couple of friends that she was, like, excited to go and see at school. Mm-hmm. She still would have a terrible drop-off, and she still didn't want to leave us because apparently she just wants to stay home. I uh, totally get that, though. Why would a kid who has a happy life at home want to go to school? I completely understand that, and that's, like, it's a nice... It's like a nice compliment is just like, mm-hmm. oh, she wants to... It's because she likes being at home so much. Uh, my counter to that is because I want you to go to school. You need to go to school. Please get out of my house. Like, <laughs> but, it, but, but it's not like... But I but I understand that that... And I uh, really find for R, um, he's very much in the moment. So when... And we went through a really long period of really, really hard drop-offs. And he was always a fantastic drop-off kid, like super great. But I find that he's a very in-the-moment kid and uh, he doesn't want to be interrupted. And I get that. But when you're getting ready in the morning and you have a timeline, you know, you, we need to we need to mm-hmm. get you to daycare or school. And he didn't want to stop what he was doing at home to have to go elsewhere. And he would remember like, okay, well... In his brain, I'm doing all these fun things at home. I don't want to be at daycare. But then once he was there, we had a really challenging drop-off. And I talked to his teachers about it. And they said his ta- his his hard drop-offs last two minutes. Once he's there and realizes, right, I can also have fun here. But it's hard for him to remember that when he's having fun in the moment at home or is wanting to do in that moment. And I find a lot of kids are very much in the moment. Yes. And knowing that we both parents are at home because I'm at home and daddy works at home, that there is to him an option of him being there. Brandon and I have kids that are under the age of five. So you've experienced it up until your kid is now seven. Do you see a different, like what is a a challenging drop-off look like for a seven-year-old, because you've seen what it looks like for a five-year-old or a four-year-old, three-year-old, like there's a lot of tears 
at that age, is it still tears when they're seven? What like what does a challenging drop off look like? Dropping him off at like a grandparent's house used to be just as difficult as school, but um now it's kind of like, oh, I don't want you to go. It's a little bit more like instead of like full on meltdown, it's more like weepy and like, oh, I'm going to miss you. That kind of thing. Rather a little than bit like, more verbal. Yeah. And I think that that is the biggest difference is he's just got a more like as they get older, they just have that more developed brain and like the more a better grasp on logic and reasoning. Like when you drop a younger kid off at school they can't think far enough ahead to think like, oh, you're going to come back. Right. Oh, you're going to pick me up at the end of the day. They just know that in that moment, they're upset about it and that they're going to miss you or like maybe even not even miss you because I don't even like can they I don't even know. I'm not I'm not a psychologist. But they can, they <laughs> oh, no, can definitely miss you. They can miss you. They tell their teachers. <laughs> that they, Michelle has told her teachers that like she misses us. Um, not lately and again not since like her siblings have now started to go to school with her um which leads me to believe that she does have favorites in this house and it's not <laughs> the mother and the father uh, and it's so, not you yeah, it's not me it's not <laughs> melissa uh but it's uh they they do miss they do they do miss you and for me like my kids are super sensitive i have very sensitive kids in the most wonderfully amazing way and for us some like i think it kind of makes all of us feel a little bit better is that you know when he when my kids are having those hard times, I I I sit down with them and I I talk them through it first. You know, like I want you to know you're safe here. Um, I love you. Daddy loves you. Um, I'm going to be back later at the end of the day to pick you up. This is where you're going to be today. I'm going to pick you up, and then we can have home time. But does that work? If he's going to have a hard time anyway, um, I think it can feel good to just hear those words that yeah you're safe i love you i'm going to pick you up at the end of the day and it, and i i can't really know for sure if it works because i can't know exactly how he's feeling i can see that he's upset but if he's gonna be upset anyway i'd rather make sure that he knows you know like because so i i feel like yeah. sometimes yeah. they just need that the those words to hear you know like i love you you're safe this is what's happening. I will be back. And then we'll do it all again tomorrow. Because like I would say things, not those exact words, but like similar things to the kid when I was dropping him off. And it wouldn't, it was, he was like so deep down into that emotion and that those feelings that like it wouldn't, it didn't matter what I said. I could say like, there's a dinosaur over there or like, I love you or you're going to be fine or no, you're walking into a haunted house. It wouldn't matter. Nothing was going to bring him down from that from the, or bring him up, I suppose, of from the, that like depth of his feelings. I, I Michelle was in the middle. Like she had obviously mega meltdowns that I couldn't or that we couldn't figure out how to be able to do a handoff or a drop off properly like it just it just was it was awful and she'd scream and stuff and my line I would always say is like I'll come early and she would still cry but not like in the in the arms of like one of the teachers and like screaming and stuff and so I feel like talking to them and kind of you know it's okay it's all right like don't worry like eventually starts working for some kids uh, I'll say but I feel like the ones that have the big feelings always just have the big feelings like you can only lessen the big feelings you can't really just get oh you can't just get the big feelings to like go away I feel that Brandon like you're not looking to get rid of those big feelings you're just trying to help them manage them right like feel that feel those feelings you're going to feel those feelings are normal to have. Like, let's just find a way for us to manage them and understand what you're feeling. And it why also you're just takes them. time as they get older. They'll they'll learn to, like, manage them and and realize that being dropped off isn't the end of the world and that they will come home and all of their favorite stuff will still be there. But if they're going to be upset about something I, you know, there's other, there's worse things for them to be kind of upset about. If Michelle or any of the kids, you know, Junior, Rose, if they're crying at like 16 when I'm dropping them off at, <laughs> at like high school or something, or they, or they're like, you know, then I'm like, well, then there's something wrong. Like there's something that, else there's that's something like, else. 
I don't think that Rose and Junior are going to have as hard of a time with the drop-offs like as they're as they get older because they've had an older sister that's able to help them and like mm-hmm. to guide them and they've also had each other. Like it's kind of right. really I can only th- it, it, thinking about it in terms of like uh, Lucy like the kid or 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 uh, R. It's like they've have to do it and Michelle they have to do it like on their own like and mm-hmm. and I don't know mm-hmm. I, I was gonna ask you Hannah it's um for L does does he have like how is he for drop-offs like is he is he okay like does he go in with R or is he is he separate he goes in with R right so they are at the daycare so they're like in the same they're at the same daycare and then they're just in different rooms but they go in the same door and like R will come help me put stuff away and do that and then they because we they get dropped off early they start in the same room together um but l had a really hard initial start i feel like it's a very normal thing for kids to have a hard time at the beginning so it's about two weeks of okay mom or dad are gonna pick me up at the end of the day it took weeks two weeks about for him to for that to click that okay so every day they will come back to pick me up <laughs> uh, this isn't it, goodbye it, forever. like when they're Right. When they're two, they're still figuring that out. And I think it's also when he's two, uh, the drop-off is now so easy because he gets that I'm coming back and it's just exciting playtime. But I think R and L... So when L was having a really hard time, R was like super empathetic and was like making sure like he he had to make sure that he was putting on a brave face and every day for L and, and making sure that he was okay. And it was really sweet. And then once L started having really good drop-offs that's when r had his first bad bad drop-off and then it lasted for about four or five months so once r was kind of seeing that l was doing okay it's almost like he could breathe and was like oh yeah i'm gonna have a hard time and we also had a few random days where r got to come home and we had like special days and stuff and we noticed that when he had those days he didn't want to go back and it's like he got a taste of what could be at home, even though those were special days. And so, like, we've talked to different people about this, and that consistency is is needed for him at this point, for my kid anyway, like having those days. And if you have those days, it's okay to have those special days, but they need to be really talked about in advance. And, and my kids very much need that, like, this is what's going to happen. This is how we're going to lay it out. And we talk about it a lot. Like, and so... Yeah, I think having like settled down and then having those special days are just had a really hard time for like the next few months. And we had fantastic drop offs for like it's been like two months now. And today I did that again. I forgot to I forgot to give R that full warning of what exactly was happening today, but forgot to tell him that he'd be going back to daycare. And so we had a brutal drop off today because I didn't give him warning that that was going to happen because we were so caught up in talking about kindergarten to make sure that that went really well that we forgot to talk about the fact that he wouldn't be coming home afterwards and it was we I feel I'm so nervous that we've set ourselves back like two months of two months of fantastic drop offs and I'm nervous that this like had a setback but I guess we'll see tomorrow because it was a... It's tough having those days off, though, because when the kid was having, like, his hardest mornings at drop-off, his hardest drop-offs, I did think, well, okay, what if today's just not the day? What if we just call it a day, we go home, we regroup, we try again tomorrow? But every single time I that crossed my mind, I kept thinking, no, don't set that, like, precedent. Don't make him don't make him feel like if he maybe i'm like i feel like my child's always trying to manipulate me (laughs) but like no don't make him think that if he cries hard enough i'll just be like well whatever let's just go home like you don't have to go to school today like i i would leave the school i would get back in my car and i would i would cry for like five ten minutes because I I had like all that parent guilt of like mm-hmm. making my kid what felt like a, a situation of my making. Like I made him that upset yeah. because I wouldn't just let him come home. And then the frustration of, well, why can't you just go through the gate? We were here yesterday. We'll be back here again tomorrow. 
And, then, and that's a normal response. Like I would, I would yeah. think that that's like a very, very normal response to feel that way. But uh, everything that you just said, because like I relate so much to just, just, just walk in. Just I don't understand yeah. why. Like, like we've been. This is weeks, especially with Michelle. It was like this is months. Like we we're here every day. Like it's like five days a week. We do this thing. We do this same. Like where do you think we're going when we get into the car and we we're we're driving in the morning? Like what do you think we're saying when we like today is going to so- be the day you don't come back. Yeah, <laughs> like it's just like but it but it's like it's like a Groundhog Day thing where it's like every day they have the same emotion over and mm-hmm. over again that they're like I don't want to go and they cry or they get upset at such a level that you just are like I think and it it, it goes into your head like it's like this little thought and it's really really small and then it gets bigger and bigger and you have to like suppress it because your reasoning as a parent just starts becoming I guess it would just be easier if I just put them back in the car and took them home I, mm-hmm. I think I yep. think that would just be an yep. easier way of going about my day is that and we'll try again is such an instinctive thing to have as a parent but it's also mm-hmm. probably the wrong thing to do in this case for a number of reasons and one of them is then they know that they can eventually get you mm-hmm. to take them back home mm-hmm. and i think that as mm-hmm. soon as that happens they think that either whether it's daycare or school or they do believe that okay there is an option b and the option b is i can just go home and then school or daycare doesn't become as important to them because yeah. they just think it's an obstacle that they have to overcome in order to just go back home and they can just have fun at home well i was gonna say lucy i also think it's so important to talk about the feelings that you had too because I don't think that that should be taken lightly either like all of our kids have these massive massive feelings and and they're all normal a lot of kids have them they're they're still understanding what those feelings are for them but we get back to the car and we also have all of these big feelings that are new to us too like we we can understand what feelings we're having and and what they mean but these are all new for us too because Mm -hmm. we've never experienced a kid screaming at drop off like that's a new thing or like and or it happens again and and you mentioned like having like anxiety or the like what if or like did i do something wrong second guessing your decisions and this feeling of i'm doing the right thing am i doing not doing the right thing and all these massive roller coaster emotions that you're having too right (laughs) the feeling of handing your kid off while they are hysterical to another adult and while that other adult who like professional like teacher not just Mm -hmm. (laughs) not just anybody (laughs) you're not dropping them off at 7-eleven are you going into the school here can you take my kid too i I, I, too um handing handing your hysterical child off to like a teacher and that teacher walking away with them while your child looks back at you hysterical tears all over their face bright red because they're crying so hard and you're just standing there like absorbing that feeling like it's not just that you're sitting there like observing this you're feeling it. You feel that like like osmosis or something, right? Of like course. it comes you yeah. like absorb all of their emotions and all of their feelings and then but like we're adults and we don't want to get upset in public. So then no. you go back you you get you go back to your car, you sit you go back to your house or whatever and then it's just like oh my gosh. Like I, I just When I drop them off and if it is a bad drop off and they're all screaming, like I'm, you know, or one of them is screaming or whatever, and daddy, daddy, and they're like through the gate and they're like, you know, hanging onto the bars or whatever. It's like you're dropping off at prison or something. Like, it's like, it's like, they're just like, no, don't leave me. But it's that walk of when I have to turn, because I now know that they're safe. It's that like 30 second walk, not even 30 seconds, probably like a 15 second walk from like the gate to wherever I'm parked is such a weird walk because I'm both going... Have I made the right decision? Of course, you made the right decision. They have to go to school. I'm also relieved that we got them into the gate. So now it's like, great, the day is what it is, and they are going to eventually be okay. And then they're going to have a really fun day at school. But you don't know what to do. So I end up just like walking almost like like a stoic robot. Like it's like, it's just like, <laughs> yeah. like I'm just like completely stoic and I'm like, don't show any emotion. Don't do it. But then I just look like the 
coldest, most remorse, no remorse <laughs> dad or parent. There's like kids screaming, ha, daddy, no, don't leave. And I'm just like, just stay focused, just stay focused, just stay. And it's, but it is, but <laughs> don't I don't have an expression. Don't look back. <laughs> yeah, you can't look back because as soon as you look, it's, it's like, I don't care, but it's, it's actually like the opposite. It's like, if I turn around and I see them and they make eye contact, then I'm going to run back to the gate because I've done it. I then go back to the gate and I try to comfort them through the bars and it's like, don't worry, it's okay. Right? Like, oh so, but then God. I'm stuck, but then I got to do the mm-hmm. goodbye again. So that's even worse for them because now they got to do two goodbyes. I've yep. got to do two goodbyes. So then it just becomes this massive production of just like, am I just now becoming a teacher here and I'll just like hop the fence and I'll just like stay with them? Like <laughs> that type of stuff is just very confusing for me. Like I just don't know sometimes how to deal with that. Like, and I don't know. How, so I just kind of try to like suppress it all, which is weird because it's like kind of what instinctually you're asking your kid to do is like you know just i know you're scared but just go in anyways but it's like they don't know how to deal with those feelings so they just like let it all out and i would also like to be like yeah i'd love for you to stay but i can imagine it's extra heightened for you like i find if um so like today because i went back and l didn't know i was going back and he saw me he w- he had a hard time because R did, right? And so, like, it's one thing to have one kid doing it at you, but having two at the same time, it can be really overwhelming and intense. And I, I can't imagine what it is if you have three doing it. Like, if you have, I don't know if all three have hard drop-offs it, it, or if it's, you know. It's like a 50-50 chance that one of them is going to be is one of them is going to not be great but not it's usually not all three and i think that just might be because it's it's just like it's a group of them at that point it's a group of them that are being mm-hmm. dropped off and um yeah I, I i i i rose has the easiest time rose has very few days where she's at least not she may not be happy like she may not be excited to walk in but she walks in she walks in on her own she doesn't really have to be picked up um and and michelle really her only bad drop-offs now are when um or when the twins are uh like staying home because they're not feeling well like that's when she's like right that's when it doesn't work for her where she's just like well if they're not feeling well why do i have to go to like i don't want to go to school Mm -hmm. if they're gonna get to stay here it's like well but they're sick there's an option b yeah then but she's like well why can i just i think she's done it a couple of times where she's asked like well then can i stay home and take care of them too and you're just like that is so sweet but i also know you're trying to get out of school like i like it's like also no yeah Yeah. (laughs) and and (laughs) and brandon that's the like the um that's where i really really struggle is the i feel like as adults Maybe it's because we're always suppressing our emotions all the time. But I feel like, you know, we take mental health days. Like, there are days that we're like, I need a day. Like, I can't whatever feeling, right? I'm having these really hard days that I struggle with the, like, well, why shouldn't they also? Yeah, absolutely. And, and like, and that's where I was making that mistake with R because I was like, well, you know, maybe you just need a mental health day. But I think for for my kids anyway, is that I think they needed me to have that structure for them. And that's where I kind of let go a little bit where I was like, okay, you need a mental health day, just come home and we'll do this and this and this. And that's why we had such a hard time because I I let him do that sometimes. And, and I do think it's important to have those days. But I think for my kids right now, because they really crave that structure and for me to be in charge, not them to be in charge, they need me to guide them in this scenario that if I can plan a mental, I mean, it wouldn't be the same. It wouldn't be a plan, you know, if I could plan a special day where we do something and it's worked and worked out and talked about in advance and then we can go back to the regular day, then we can do that. But I really struggled with if I can take a mental health day, why can't you? And they just don't need that from me. They need structure from me and they need consistency mm-hmm. and they need me to take control. We've given the kid those days, like the the not really a mental health day, but like a random day off school. And uh, we've planned it ahead of time and we just tell them that it's a PA day. <laughs> that's a good Amazing. way around it. Amazing. <laughs> but see, that's a great way for you to have like an extra family day. And it's a special day without it being like it, it's worked in advance. Like, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. But then, I was, I, so but then he also does this thing where, um, so we he's like missed a half day of school because doctor's appointments or whatever, and he's looking forward to it and he's happy that he doesn't have to be at school, and then we pick him up and he gets in the car and he's like, I wonder what they're doing at school. 
<laughs> I wonder what they're going to do this afternoon. What am I'm I gonna missing miss, out I'm gonna at? Miss, I'm going to miss some stuff this afternoon. And I... Like, that would make me feel so good. Like, if my kid was at home being like... I wonder, I miss this. Like, that's also a good sign to be like, okay, I'm doing the right thing. Like, mm-hmm. I, these mm-hmm. hard drop-offs are paying off because, like, yep. they're they're thinking about, I'm missing out, you know? So I wanted to ask, so I, because, I, okay, so when do your mornings start and how fast can you get them out? Like, what's your record of getting somebody out, the, one of your kids out the door in order to be able to drop them off? Because I'm telling you, my record is probably slower than all of yours. <laughs> can <laughs> of I yours. just say that all through the summer the kid was waking up at like 8 a.m and the last today and yesterday seven on the nose he's out that door oh i no i have no sympathy for you if you got if you got a week of 8 a.m wake-ups then Mm -hmm. i'm then no you got no sympathy for Mm -hmm. me i'm just saying my our mornings i i know for today we had to we got up or they got up early they're up at like I mean, it's early for us, Hannah, so I'm really sorry for the... <laughs> but, it's, hey, it's, yeah. but, they, but I could hear them up, like, in their room. So they're all waking up at the same time, just because they're all waking themselves up. And Junior's the first one always to wake up. But he's been pretty good about, like, he's just kind of sitting there. Like, he's just waiting for, like, his two sisters to kind of wake up and stuff. But today was, I could hear them at 6.30, and then 6.40, and I could just hear, like, the door open and then, like, they go into the other room, and I'm hearing them move things, and I'm like, oh, my God, we're starting so early t- today. Because 7 a.m. is, like, I'll get up at 7 a.m., Melissa will get up, like, a couple of minutes later, like, we'll, then let's start the thing. Let's do breakfast. Let's let's do the whole routine. But 6.45 in the morning, they got up. I started making them breakfast. And, like, we still, with an extra 15 minutes, still, like... Come on, get in the van. Get, just go. Just get in the van. Like, pile it. Like, it's a, where's your bag? Junior never knows where his bag is. Where's your backpack? Rose has hers on, but she's, like, decided that she wants to walk to school. So she's, like, walking down the street. And, she's just, and you're just, like, and you're like, no. I can totally see her doing that. Oh, God. It's just, Rose... Get back here. Get back up the drive. Like, <laughs> She's it's like, always... I'm getting out of here. You guys are crazy. Yeah, yeah. I'm not getting in that van. Are you kidding me? That's it's wild. And is Melissa there. already out the door by this point? Melissa, like, if she has to go into Toronto, what she's been really good about is that she'll do most of the the morning with me. But then, yeah, she's usually gone by this point. So then it's okay. just me with three kids. It's so like hurting cats and stuff. But when she's working from home for the day, then she does usually she does drop off with me unless she has like a really early meeting for whatever reason. But like and sometimes she does, but she will help me in the morning and she will be a part of the entire thing. Um, but I I mean, the, the today I, I just anyways, g- getting getting the kids from the front door. No, it's the whole thing. Getting them dressed, <laughs> getting the, getting them to finish breakfast, getting them to eat breakfast. Sometimes they don't even eat it. Like they're mm-hmm. just like the, today they asked for beans. I'm like, great. And I made like a pot of beans. Like you know, just blah, blah, blah. throw it in. You get it. It's all ready. There you go. Here's all your bowls. Nobody wants them. Yeah, oh no, <laughs> yep. I don't want them anymore. Oh no, my god, I, I hate that. Beans. No, 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 I don't want beans anymore. And you're just like, what are you talking about? You just asked for beans, and it didn't take me like five hours to make these beans. Like I didn't like you know make them from scratch. I don't even know how you make beans from scratch but, but anyways, they look I just... at you like why on earth did you make me this meal <laughs> oh oh which was so much attitude why is it so why are they so... J- 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 the, the mental image of your three children sitting at your at your table and you serving them beans only for them to look at you like how dare you serve me beans 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 like it's like you know it's like that cards against humanity card that says bees it's like that it's like beans it's like why would you why well, i don't i just the only one that touched them was rose and she ate them with the spoon with ate them with a spoon but she was using the wrong end of the spoon so she was getting all frustrated that she couldn't eat it properly because she's trying to stick the other and i'm like that's not how you eat beans it's a, so anyways this is and this is not like a oh this was like one of my funny more no no this is like every morning it's like they all want something different for breakfast they all want uh uh, uh they, they all want to get dressed at different times. Sometimes they don't want to wash their hands. Anyways, it's it's an absolute. It's it's the most stressful <laughs> hour of my day is between seven a.m. between when they wake up and between getting them out the door. So please, yours yours please. is the seven till eight. Like that's your like they're up at seven. You're out the door at eight o'clock. 
Yeah, and it's pretty much a schedule that we've done because when I was working, it would just give us enough time that we could both get home and we're back home by 8.45. Then we have 15 minutes to like, we can make a coffee or make a tea or or have breakfast ourselves and stuff. And it's a holdover basically from when I also was working is that my shift would start at 9 a.m. Yeah, ours is very similar. Um, our L gets up super early, um, but today was a sleep and he was asleep until 6.30, which Both is like you. so huge. Oh my gosh, I was so excited. Round of applause. Uh, Yeah, so 6.30 he gets up and and Corey and I alternate getting up early with him. And then the other one stays sleeping with with our. So Elle and and, an adult get up and have playtime. We usually make coffee. And sometimes Elle's starving first thing in the morning. They make breakfast for them sometimes. And then we go and wake up our and the other parent. And it's like Elle crawls into bed goes, wakey, wakey. <laughs> which is like his thing and it's really cute but it's awful and he like walks into your bed and he goes wakey wakey um and then yeah we have we usually are tried we try to get out the door at 7 45 so it's like 45 minutes to eat breakfast for both of them usually l already has but eat breakfast sometimes breakfast number two for l and then get dressed um you know wash up all that stuff shoes on backpacks in the car and out the door at 7 45 and it's usually just like a this constant of like okay what's next okay take your clothes off kate your clothes are off kate those go in the hamper kate in the hamper okay and it's just like this repetitive like on and on okay what's the next thing you do gotta do okay underwear no you can't put your shorts on before your underwear you gotta get your underwear on take your shorts off let's get the underwear on first you have done this every single day for the last five years let's go and really gotta micromanage them you do and like they do it all themselves like sometimes if we're really pressed for time i'll help them and just get them dressed because we just got to get out the door but yeah it's just like chaos of like you put that there and you put that there you get underwear on first and all right you did your socks first that's fine as long as it's not your shorts first and where's your hat kate you got your hat got your backpack lunches are packed who's carrying it to the car today because it god forbid if you carry the lunch bag to the car on the day that r wants to oof we gotta yeah. start all over again. <laughs> Lunch bag goes back into the house, and then our everybody goes and gets back in their beds. Back everybody into the house. Back and let's sleep. start this wakey, all over wakey. again. Wakey, wakey! <laughs> oh God, we can't do it. This is- <laughs> Take three, and, uh, and yeah, and then and then we are out the house. Hopefully by seven forty-five. And our our daycare is only five minutes away, so we are at daycare by eight o'clock. Do the drop off, come home, and then try to have like a shower or coffee whatever i try to get doing stuff right at eight o'clock and Corey starts work at eight thirty. so that's wow. our chaos so that's yeah. uh okay i feel a little better because like you were describing it i was starting to get a little tight in my chest because i was just like oh this sounds like a lot this uh, and i was like no 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 that's just you're just thinking that you have to do the morning again today and i just i don't know <laughs> yeah. it's fine it's chaos yeah, but, but it's, not- they do, it's like a routine now at least it's a routine chaos so i said to uh the kid this morning all summer you you, you didn't get up before eight why now the last two days you've been up at seven and he says i don't want to be late for school and I said, Aww. you could wake up at 8.30 and we still wouldn't be late for school. But does he know that? Does he, like, he does, like, okay, <laughs> okay, then just, you know, I, I, I like that he's excited for school. That's nice. That's, that's a change of pace, but that's, It's so, okay. it's so fickle. It's like one, one question and it's like, I hate school. I never want to go to school. <laughs> School's the worst. Did you know what they do to us there? They make us work. <laughs> and then sometimes it's like, oh, school's the best. I got to play with my friends and learn stuff. <laughs> like, and learning's fun. But does he pick this up from you? Like, are you are you a family that like you are always early to things? Are you always late? Are you always on time? Like, what? Like, are you guys those people? I I I no. I think we're pretty inconsistent. Oh, okay. Actually. Just all over. Like, okay, that's fine. That's good. Uh, it depends. It depends on what it is. It depends on the event. I am always early. I love to be early. At the very latest, I am on time. And so today we, I I was late for our first day of kindergarten, like the meet thing. And we're like, I'm super stressed. I'm like, we got to go. We're running late. And I'm carrying R to the car. And then we're driving and, and R just in the back seat is like, it's okay, mommy. We're doing okay. Oh my god, my kid's reassuring me. He, I, I hope he doesn't pick this up from me. So that was my question of like, does is is the, is your kid being like, 
I can't be late because he picks up on that from you guys or not so much. So when he was having like the really hard drop offs, one of the things that we kept like, we can't be late. We can't be late. You're going to be late. Don't be late. Mm. You can't be late. So maybe that's where he's getting it from. Yeah. I have a real quirky little uh, first day of school story, actually, um, that I, I just remembered. So my very first day of kindergarten, way back when, um, my mom worked at the school. And so she came with us and she she put my brothers in charge of me. Bad mistake. Well, that's your first mistake right there. Uh, I remember like I'm what, like four or five years old and we were running late. So my mom sent me with breakfast. And so I had my toast with marmalade and maybe why I don't like marmalade now. That's and your first mistake using marmalade. <laughs> mar- using marmalade. That was my first mistake. And off on a bad trajectory that day. <laughs> so for the first mistake was the marmalade. Second mistake was putting my brothers in charge and they were in charge. And my mom said, make sure you bring Hannah to her kindergarten class. And so two of them in charge and they just they just both ditched and they left me. And I was sitting on a bench on my first day of kindergarten with this toasted marmalade and I just burst into tears. I didn't know where my brothers went because they went to see their friends. You know, they, one probably thought the other one was taking care of me and the other one thought the same about the other. And and I just sat there with my toasted marmalade crying on a bench until somebody uh-huh. came, until a teacher opened the door and was like, well, there's a little person out here that probably needs to go to school now. How drop-offs have changed. Right, is right. So I don't have a specific like drop-off story, but... My mom always talks about how the first week of school was always um, during, like, the Toronto International Film Festival, mm. which she goes or she went to every year. So the first week of school, I was just on my own <laughs> because my dad worked and she would go to TIFF and I was just like, okay. Just yeah. on your own. <laughs> it was like, summer's over. I'm yeah. done. You're going to school. Yeah, <laughs> I don't much. care how you get yeah. there. You're going and I'm watching a bunch of movies. You don't always pick a morning movie. So like, I just, I think that she would like, I think she would drop me off and then just be like, see ya. And then like, oh my amazing. God. That's, I, the only real memory I have of, of a drop off is actually my first time. At least I think it was my first time being dropped off at like daycare. And I just have the image. It's still in my head of what the daycare looked like walking in my dad is the one that did the drop off or at least that's what i can remember i'm being handed off i'm crying i'm like losing my mind and i'm crying trying to crawl over the persons like the teacher or the daycare uh, you know the person that's there and the only image i have is him just walking down the hallway like the long hallway (laughs) in the morning and he just like opens up that door and he just walks by and he never looks back at me and he's and and it was in that's where you got it from yes and it was in the 90s it was in the 90s early 90s so he's wearing like a long like those long (laughs) trench coat remember when those were in style so it's like it's even like it's like the beginning of a movie of just like and then i never saw my dad again and i was an orphan like it was like this this, and this is why you went into film yeah (laughs) you just had a movie set from the very beginning from the very beginning one of my (laughs) earliest memories of just my dad my dad did come back later that day and picked me up or my mom like it's like thank you for clarifying that piece yeah i didn't want to say that that was (laughs) and that was the last time that i saw my father anyways thank you for joining us on the stay at home spot Uh, we have both talked about our days. You said that you could be up at 8.30 and be at school. How how do you do your mornings? Yeah, take us home, Lucy. <laughs> Tell us how to do mornings because... Um, I, it's just eat, like we just... It used to be more difficult. I, I, I don't know. We just I'm terrible in the morning. I just... I don't want to deal with anybody or talk to anything. Like, I don't want to... Not a morning so person. Mornings were just... Are just like... And he's so chatty. And I'm just like, please stop talking. I love you <laughs> so much. But I need you to just be quiet for like <laughs> 10 minutes. Just Anyway, um, he eats the same thing for breakfast every morning. He, uh, I make the same lunch for him every day. He is a child who thrives on routine. Uh, he doesn't care what he wears. I could put him in a paper bag and other than probably getting some calls from the school <laughs> <laughs> he's wearing a paper bag um 
He Ma'am, do you just... know that your son is in... Oh, I know what he's wearing. Oh, in, I fully, uh, fully I, I, aware. I, I, in fact, I, I picked put him it. in. I, I, I picked <laughs> it. I sized it for him. Yeah, I cut yeah. out the holes for his arms yep. so like you yep. can just... In his uh, eyes. Because it's over his head. Like, no, <laughs> that's not what I was in. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a ghost costume. <laughs> Brandon and I are picturing like a head from here down. And you're like... <laughs> And then your kid's just got a paper bag over his head. <laughs> Why does he look like one of the ghosts from Pac-Man? Like, what is he still th- struggle with like the logic and the reasoning sometimes, and the the anxiety levels in him are high. But I don't know. It's just okay. We go to school now. I, like he's come to accept his fate. He seems hyper aware. Like he seems very, very hyper aware of his surroundings and what has to be done today and what's going to happen. Like just the fact that you had said that he had been waking up at eight, but then for his first mm-hmm. day of school, he wakes up at seven. It's because his mm-hmm. mind is hyper aware that he has to go to school. So then, yeah, that- it's like when you when you have something big the next day and you like wake up every hour on the hour, being like, "How much time do I have left to sleep?" It's like that fantastic internal clock. Apparently, someone was like, "How do you get a kid like that?" And I was like, I don't know. I don't, I don't think care. you get to pick and choose those things. <laughs> like, even when I was pregnant, people would be like, so what are your plans? What kind of parent are you going to be? What's your birth plan? And I'm just like, I don't I don't know. I'm just, I'm going to deal with it when I need to deal with it. It's an and, impossible question to answer yes. accurately because you just have absolutely no clue how it's going to go. Because even kids, like you're saying for, for your kid, Lucy, he's like a, a little adult. It's like, but you would think that that would mean that his drop-offs would be okay, but instead it's like he's so aware, he's got all this anxiety because he understands mm-hmm. what's actually what's actually mm-hmm. happening. So it's like, it ends up being like, well, how do you deal with it? Like, how would you deal with it? Oh, I, I, I don't know how you deal with drop-off. Okay, so then I don't know what kind of parent I'm going to be, but I'm going to try to do it the best I can. <laughs> and I, I'm going to try to... Have- someone once said, like, when someone asks me what kind of parent I want to be, I always say, like, the kind of parent my kid needs. Yes. I and love it's, that. And it's so, but it's like even even individual on an individual basis. Like, if either of you called me and said like, "Oh, drop off was so hard today. Like, this is what they did. How would you deal with it?" I'd be like, "I I don't know," because it's well, such because an individual thing. Yeah. Per, like from kid to kid, and from parent to parent, and from personality to personality. That like it's. I don't think any of us could drop off. Not just only each other's kids, but like anybody else's kids. Yeah. Like, it's just such a unique situation in order to have to do a drop off and to have to like say goodbye to your kids for the day and also do a pickup. But to really say goodbye to them is for just for the day, obviously. It's really, really it's a process. It's just it's a constant evolution of figuring out how to be able to do it because it, it's, it changes every day. And it's really, really difficult also to like judge your not judge, but compare your kids to other kids as yeah. they're being dropped off because it's an impossible situation that you just don't come out of. Oh, my kid doesn't cry. You know, my kid just walks right in and it's fine. And then you start going, yeah, but why does he just walk r- fine? Is it because that he's happier at school than like this person? Like, why is this person? Why is this kid? wanting to go back home but my kid doesn't want to go like you can play those games with your own mind that yes. it's like y- you drop off your kid you figure out the best way to be able to 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 do that as best as you can and then you you know then you pick them up at the end of the day and hopefully they're happy to see you because if they're happy to see you that's usually one of my favorite times of the day is like yeah. when i yeah. when i pull oh up gosh. and and when they're all there and 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 you know definitely Michelle just the way that the the school is set up it, where the parking is it's like I get out and they she knows what obviously our vehicles look like so she sees me pull in and then it's just daddy and it's like we that. go I pick her up and we go around the side and we go to where her her uh, her brother and her sister are and they're in there and it's just daddy 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 and they're all excited and it's just like it's wow. a highlight of my day so it's like the beginning of the day is really tough but then the end of the day it's like you get that really cool like ah they're so happy to come home you know it's such it's such a good feeling that it is a good feeling it's also interesting that you talk about like like the the kid to kid and like you can't imagine doing it with other kids because i even find like with the kid that if I do drop off, I get a completely different reaction than like Sterling doing drop off by himself. It, it 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 changes based on like I don't know if you guys find that with your kids as well, but like it's I find that he's way more he can be way more challenging with just me than Ster- like Sterling doesn't have as hard a time and like when we're both together it's definitely not as as difficult as challenging as like when really? it's just me. Yeah, it's interesting. Hannah, do you have a 
Like, is it like, depending if you and Corey are dropping them off together or if it's just you, do you find it different or just, I should say, or just him? Like if he just has to do drop off on his own, like, is it different between that? He gets the same stuff. He's, yeah. And I feel like there was a time, like, this is probably a whole other episode with the parent parental preferences mm-hmm. where like, we've had times of like, you know, R has said like, I don't want mommy to do drop off today. I want daddy to, but daddy's got a call so he can't do it or, you know, vice versa. And so we've had stuff like that but the actual drop-off is pretty much exactly the same for both of us do you ever have that brandon uh it's easier when it's both of us but that's more of a logistic thing because yes. there's just three of them and i'm just the and you only I'm, have two hands and they all want to hold my hand to walk up to the gate so then we have to do a line so somebody doesn't get to hold my hand and, and most of the time it's michelle she's on the end but then she's going but i want to hold both of their hands basically what happens every morning is if it's just <laughs> me we're doing like i'm we're doing i'm like all right I'm so who's walking it. so i'm I'm just I'm walking backwards through a parking lot with my kids in a circle and it's just like, this is why you show up at 8 15 because yeah. it takes you 40 it takes you half an hour just to get to the gate because you're walking in circles Do I, <laughs> sorry now I'm just imagining it being a circle and I'm just like <laughs> that's not a bad solution if I'm the only one in the parking lot <laughs> but I'm never the only I'm one in the do. parking lot I um it, my experience is that logistically it's easier when it's both of us because it's just more kids but on terms of an emotional level um I think it it, it it's a uh, it varies it just it varies i think that they do well with me um because they see me every day and they get to see me mm-hmm. all the time like they get to i'm here in the morning i'm here in the afternoon like it's like i'm here to pick up i'm never I, it's very, very rare that i'm not uh, yeah I'm, it's very rare that i'm not yeah. here and melissa uh has um just a schedule that sometimes is she is you know here in the morning she's here in the afternoon and then sometimes she's not here and sometimes she might not be here for a couple of days they don't get to see her because she's working such long hours so i think it's all dependent on, I think, what her schedule is like. And if they haven't seen her in a couple of days, or even if they just didn't see her that morning, then it's, it's it, you know, the next drop off is like a little bit more chaotic because it's like, mommy's here and we get to go with mommy and I, and I want to do this. Like it's, they just get a little bit more excited. So the consistency helps. Mm-hmm. Um, but definitely it just, it, it it's it's pretty much, it just, it varies. It, it just varies. But I don't, I, I didn't mean to, I don't really know if we should reel it back to this, but I, I Lucy, when you said that, um, it just has really stuck with me. When you said that, what kind of parent do you want to be? And I want to be the, the kind parent, of parent I, that I, my kid needs. Yeah, I want to be the kind of parent that my kid needs. That is like so amazing. Like it, I just feel that to the core because every kid is so different and everybody's every parent is so different and every experience for every parent and kid is so different and so wonderful and I feel like that's really what our podcast is about and I just love that you said that because I just I I feel it. I feel it so hard and I just I love that. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate, review, and subscribe. If you want to chat with us, slide into our DMs, leave a comment, or email us at thestayathomespodcast at gmail.com. Bye!